We have uh, another congregation online that has now tripled, and we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds uh, that are watching us. Uh, you can go to churchinthesun.com uh, slash prayer. While we're speaking here, you can put in your prayer request, uh, but in all of our, our congregation that's all over the world, uh, let's welcome them uh, again, all of our online, <laughs> online. Well, tonight, I want to talk to you for a few minutes about the having more, more of the prophetic. Amen. Amen. Would you say that word prophetic? Amen. Prophetic. All of us know that as a congregation, we have moved. Where we were, we are no longer. And where we're really going, we're not there yet. But we're all on this pathway to see God move in incredible ways that the power of the Holy Spirit in every service increases and signs and wonders and miracles and that this is an unsafe place for sickness and that healing is our middle name and we not, do not come with anything but awesome expectation not only of what God can do or what God has done but it is with a sense of uh, of this intentionality that God is about to do something mighty. And we believe that when we gather, it is according to our faith. What we are expecting will happen. I looked around during worship, got my eyes off of the worship for a moment, and I think every person in the building I'm not sure the sound people had their hands raised, but everybody had their hands raised, and I said, my goodness, this is a Holy Ghost revival underway, even on a school night, on a Wednesday night, here in September, so that's a good place just to uh, thank the Lord. Why don't you thank the Lord? Now, we have to understand very clearly that the Holy Spirit is just not around the vicinity. That the Holy Spirit comes to reveal. And he comes to reveal things. And when we move into the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we have to understand at the very center of the gifts and the power is the person of the Holy Spirit. I want to read a couple verses as an introduction in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, beginning verse 9. If you, and I'm, it's going to be kind of a teaching talk tonight, and maybe you can take a couple notes, and let's just see what God does in our small groups in a new way and in our homes. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, New King James But as it is written, 
eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things, say that, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things, say that, the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things, the things of God except the Spirit of God. Now, the Holy Spirit has been given us, to us, and a primary reason why the Holy Spirit has been given to us according to verse number 10, for the Spirit is searching all things, yes, the deep things of God. Like you, I use the inter internet a lot, going on a search for a lot of things, and Google has a good search engine. However, I want to announce tonight that the ultimate search engine in the universe is the Holy Spirit. And what he is doing, the Bible says the Holy Spirit, give, give us a little more light up here, uh, gentlemen back there, a little more light, like anywhere I move, it's just bright. And what he does is he is the search engine of the universe, and he is searching all things. Nothing is left behind. He is searching these things, even the deep things, things that are unknown, deep things of God like understanding the magnificent and greatness of the God we serve, how omnipotent he is, omniscient, omnipresent, sovereign, and he searches these things and he's always revealing as he's searching, he's searching the things that we need in our lives. The future for us, there are things that he has, there are things, there are things that he has for us that our natural mind cannot know. No matter if you have 175 IQ, and I'm sure there are a lot here tonight, our IQ does not have enough insight to understand what the search engine of the Holy Spirit will reveal to us concerning the things he has for us. I'm believing even tonight as we are speaking here, the Lord will reveal things by the Spirit so that we see the unseen and know what he is saying. The Bible says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, the natural, but the spirit who is from God 
and read this last line, that we might know, verse 12, that we might know the things. Try that one more time, not too loud, but that we might know the things that have been freely given to us. So he wants us to know what he has for us. Now that is a mystery, and yet God will reveal them by the Spirit. I don't know when I've had such a morning this morning in my prayer chair, and I open my Bible, it's like a, a word from the Lord by the Holy Spirit. And I almost was raptured and went to heaven, but I'm here for tonight. So everyone that is born again, we have the Holy Spirit living in us. And remember, the Holy Spirit is there to reveal the things that God has for us, things we do not know. Now, in addition to that, the same Holy Spirit is ready to disperse what the Bible calls as the gifts. And the Spirit is so involved in the gifts, they're called the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And in 1 Corinthians, everyone's still here? In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, everybody with me? The Apostle Paul is writing about the gifts. Tonight, I want to talk specifically about one of them, the gift of, the, of, gift of prophecy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Check your neighbors, see if they're still alive and awake here. We don't want to lose anyone. Now, there are a variety of gifts, the Apostle Paul says, but the same Spirit, Holy Spirit. There are varieties of service, the same Lord. There are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all and everyone. Verse 7. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, for common good. For to one is given through the Spirit, notice how many times the Holy Spirit is mentioned, the utterance of wisdom or word of wisdom. To another, the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, the ability to distinguish between spirits. To another, various gifts of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. All these are empowered by one and the same Holy Spirit who apportions to each one individually as 
he wills. Now in a moment, we'll look at a verse and it says that we are to desire these gifts. And yet the Bible says that the Holy Spirit, as he wills, he distributes these wonderful gifts, gifts that are supernatural, not something that we can do ourselves, supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit. Prophecy is a gift, not an award. You can't earn it by joining Church in the Sun. You receive it by asking. The Greek word for gift is charisma, which means favor which one receives without merit. And when a person ministers the gift of prophecy, the gift is the ability to speak, and the words themselves are gifts. And as we'll see in a moment, the purpose, but these are prophecies or words that are given for the purpose, and we'll see in, turn over to 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. And now he says, pursue love, earnestly desire spiritual gifts. So I have to now have a hunger and a desire to have these supernatural gifts in my life because when I have the supernatural gifts in my life, I now have a dynamic of the power of the Holy Spirit working in specific ways. Sometimes, we all know, every person can lay hands on the sick. However, there's a special gift of the Holy Spirit that goes beyond that. Amen. We are to desire the gifts, especially, and I like this, what it says, and it says this over and over in 1 Corinthians 14, especially that you may prophesy. For one who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God. For no one understands him, but he utters mysteries in the Spirit. On the other hand, the one who prophesies speaks to people for their upbuilding and encouragement and consolation. One translation uses the word edification, which means to build up. Exhortation is to call up or to encourage. Consolation is to cheer up or comfort. So, these are used, and the Lord can work in our own way by giving us a gift of prophecy, or he also uses this in the body of Christ, and all of us know when, when this Bible was written, all of the church met in homes. 
It wasn't for hundreds and hundreds of years that you ever had this kind of a thing. Everyone met in a home, like in China, under, underground church, and they would meet together, and it was the context of people gathering together in homes, and the gift of prophecy is where you have a word for a person. This is not to correct them. It's not to judge them. It's not to talk down to them. It's not to tell them how bad they've been. Prophecy is edification where you build them up. It is where you're able to build them up and also to uh, call them up, encourage them. And then consolation is comfort or cheer them up. Now, we all know we are living, oh my goodness, we are living in the most negative culture I think I've ever seen. Am I right or wrong? You can't have a conversation with someone, and I don't join more, I don't join those conversations because I do not have the time in my life to sit around with someone and criticize everyone from Washington to, to Mississippi to Orlando to Washington about everything that's going wrong, and I just become silent. If I'm in the locker room, and that's where, you know, my, my other church is, but if I'm in the, like I was this morning, and they're having a debate in the locker room, and they're about to hit each other, I, I always have my worship music up loud and, and I say, hallelujah, I'm getting the presence of the Lord in the locker room and hallelujah. <laughs> Side story, last Saturday night I was in the, in the cold plunge and actually the name describes it. It's uh, 48 degrees and I was, I was in the, when you first get in, you're like shaking, you know, like, you're going to die, and you're praying for the Lord to come quickly. And, and I'm in the corner, and I have my music going quietly, speaking in glossolalia. And there's a man right there, so I had to be quiet. And I said, sir, uh, do you mind worship music? And he said, I'm a Christian. I said, okay, good. I turned it up a little louder. And uh, then... He started asking me, I said, well, I'm a pastor, and he kept asking me questions, and then someone sh said he showed up here at church on Sunday morning uh, from the cold, cold plunge. So the gifts are not to correct. They're not to judge. They're not for putting people down. They're for building them up. It is a specific word. You're with someone and you're ministering to them. And maybe you're one-on-one. -on -one. And I believe these are meant for small groups primarily where there's intimacy and everyone can kind of interact. And so, you're ministering, you're in a situation, and you discern this person is into pornography, and you're listening, 
and then God gives you a, a word, something like, I believe God is calling you to a higher level of purity and also holiness. It's a word that lifts. It's encouraging. And when I wrote that down this afternoon, I thought that was for someone here. That God, whatever, it may not be that subject, but it may be something that has gotten you on the side. And the Lord says, I'm calling you to a higher level of purity and holiness. It's amazing. In just a couple minutes, we're going to do something unusual. We're going to all gather around in uh, groups of two or three or four, and, and we're just going to ask the Lord for uh, words uh, a prophecy, and maybe, maybe uh, somebody in your little group came down, and maybe you have a specific word for them that will lift them up, because Jesus is always lifting up. Jesus is always encouraging. Jesus is always building us up. He's never putting his foot on our neck. He is lifting us up. He is strengthening us. And he is causing us to come into the calling that he has on our lives. Everyone has a calling. Your calling is your identity. It's what God has called you to be and do. And I, I believe that, that the Lord wants to take a church, take the church where when we come together, we have words for each other. We have uh, prophetic things that we say that God uses that it's just what we need. It's not, it's not what I think. It's something supernatural by the Holy Spirit. It's the, manifest, it's the manifestation of the Holy Spirit that that word can, can just lift us up and give us strength. I was thinking back uh, years ago, and everyone knows this story, but when we were about, we just started our church, it was 1990, and we were going to found nine acres right there in Maitland, and then the Lord told me as I was driving, don't buy that land, and I was disappointed, but it was the Lord, and that that morning when I was alone with the Lord, actually it was a word of prophecy that the Lord gave me for our church. So the Lord can give you a prophecy for the church, and you can write that out and send it to me. You can take that prophecy for the church in your group, the church, and you can come prepared. I wonder what would happen if we all came prepared. You know, I, I spent a lot of time on this, uh, these talks, as you know. Occasionally get off my notes. I don't know why people always say, I really got excited when you got off your notes. 
But wouldn't it be something if we all came with the preparation that maybe I'm, I sit down next to someone. Maybe, maybe you, you have a word for that person when we shake hands. Hey, God just told me you're getting a job tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Uh, God just told me, let me tell you, the supernatural is without limitation. And all, all, that, he, all that he is looking for are those who are desiring, those who are available, and there's some, some, something happens between I desire as, and then the Spirit gives. So there's some, can't figure that out totally, but it seems to me that when you begin to desire something, God sees it, and the Holy Spirit begins to move and give you that gift. And I'm declaring over our church tonight, and I'm declaring over us, on you and me, that we want to flow in the gifts of the Holy Spirit so that we can be used. Let's be honest, there's nothing more fulfilling than to be used by God. It's wonderful to sit on the sidelines, but the great thing is to be used and it doesn't matter how old you are. You're 17 years old. God can give you a word that will change a person's life, transform them, turn situations around, and miracles begin to happen. There are also warnings. God can give us warnings of things that are going to happen. You know, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. What the enemy is trying to do, he can reveal that ahead of time. He can reveal it in a dream. He can show us things in dreams. And in the dream, he can give us answers to things we have in our lives, and it's supernatural. If I was to describe where we're going, it's more the supernatural and less of the natural. More supernatural, less of the natural. The natural mind can't even get into what the Spirit of God is doing. And God is opening us up. And he's saying, I want you to be available. I want you to be open. And I'll warn you. I'll take care of you. I'll give you insight. And there's someone watching right now. And you've come to this meeting tonight. And you're extremely discouraged. And there's a situation with your mother, and you're not sure how you're going to handle that. And God is saying to you, I will answer, I will give you the answer for that situation, and you will see the confusion stop, and you're going to rise up, 
and you're going to see the hand of God in your relationship with your mother. It's going to change in the name of Jesus. And send me an email in the name of Jesus. Come on, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Say this with me. Tonight, I open my heart to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, work supernaturally in me. Use me. Give me insights. Give me prophecies. Help me to do things I've never done before. Hallelujah. 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 I didn't know exactly how to put this in words, but when I was on the back porch on February the 14th, 2016, it was a normal morning, and I've said this probably a lot. And the Lord said, Alex, prepare for the greatest awakening in the history of the Christian church. As I studied, I thought, that's a prophecy that God is giving over our church. And you know, you can prophesy over our church. You can prophesy blessing. You can, pro you can prophesy financial prosperity. And tonight... I prophesy over the people that are in this room. I declare a financial blessing on you in the name of Jesus. I declare you're going in and you're coming out as blessed, that the enemy cannot stop you. And those that are here tonight that need to have a job, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I declare I declare favor. I declare favor in the name of Jesus. I declare that you are not the tail, you are the head. I declare you rise up in the name of Jesus. And the enemy is told you're not going to get that job. You are going to get that job in the name of Jesus. I declare it in the night in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And as we edify we build up. We have the language of edification. Be careful. Be careful what you say. Careful what you say. The enemy is always on the negative. The enemy is always you can't. The enemy is always you aren't. The enemy is, you're not able. But I want to announce tonight, 2 Corinthians 9, 8, God is able to make all grace abound to you, always having all sufficiency for every work. Hallelujah. God is able. God is able. God is able. Say it. God is able. God is able. God is able. Say it again. God is able. God is able. No enemy can take us down. No circumstance can discourage us. 
Every demonic stronghold is broken in the name of Jesus. We will arise. We will defeat the enemy. We will see the greatest revival in the history of the Christian church. Every seat will be filled in this building. That John Young will be filled, cars going down there, and there will be signs and wonders, and the nations will hear about the miracles that happen in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I declare tonight that backs are healed in the name of Jesus. I declare eyes are healed in the name of Jesus. I declare that we are healthy. We are not sick. You're not getting sick as you get one year older. You're getting healthier in the name of Jesus. You're getting more strength. You're getting more strength. I declare every person in this building has a sound mind. You have a good thinking mind. You can analyze, you can think, you can anchor hundreds of scriptures in your, in your mind and in your heart. You walk under the blessing of God. We are the children of God. We are the called by God. We are the anointed by God. We are the people of God. And tonight we take our position and we shove aside every demon spirit in the name of Jesus. He will not determine our destiny. Our destiny is not decided by the enemy. Our destiny is decided by heaven. And we have the Holy Ghost inside of us. The Holy Ghost is inside of us. The Holy Spirit is reigning inside of us. And the Holy Spirit is revealing his ways, revealing his purposes. And we are not without direction. We are not confused tonight. You are not confused tonight. You are a child of God. We, are, we no longer have fear. We are children of God. I'm no longer a person of fear in the name of Jesus. And I block, I block right now every person in this room that has fear that is keeping you up at night. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I command it to get off of you in the name of Jesus. We're no longer slaves of fear. We're no longer bound by the demonic principalities. And this church is on notice tonight that we are having these kinds of meetings every time we meet. The power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And God is raising up. God is raising up intercessors in this church that are interceding day and night and fasting on Wednesdays that principalities are coming down. They're coming down in every house in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Just stand up. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can we do that song, I'm no longer a slave of, of fear? I am a child of, I got this thing about a child of God. How many children of God do we have tonight? Raise your hand. No longer, no longer fear. I rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. The Bible says he has not given to us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. We are not fearful tonight. We are the children of God. We are the children of God. Hallelujah. Hit it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, everyone. Come on, sing it.
Come on, lift your voices. Lift your voices, lift your voices, lift your voices. Come on, begin to shout, begin to shout tonight. Come on, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name. Praise your name, Jesus. How many feel like it? How many feel like a child of God tonight? Throw the lights up just a little bit. So here's what we're gonna do. Just a little more. Here's what we're gonna do. In a minute, we'll just turn, just two or three, personal on your right or your left. If you're a guest, Everything's okay. In the group, you just say, I'm a guest. Leave me alone. <laughs> Actually, you'll have a good time. So we're going to just two or three. Don't, don't <laughs> pray. Don't pray. Introduce yourself and get your full name, social security number. <laughs> get just like... Like, have a little fellowship or a little something for just a minute or two. And then, anybody have a prayer request? And just, I just declare that someone tonight will have a word of prophecy for someone. Yes. And, and it'll be supernatural. And when you have that prophecy, you can't leave without being edified without being built up and comforted. So we're only gonna take just five or six minutes. Don't, don't get like four rows or just two or three or four and just turn around and introduce yourself and somebody take the lead. So we'll take a couple minutes 
And uh, no one leave now. We're going to be on time tonight. It's always, it's always on God's heart to have more and more people come to him and say, I need forgiveness. It's amazing that when the Father sent Jesus to the earth, he came because we had value. And he came for the nations of the world that every person could be forgiven. No one has the ability to forgive sin. Priests, pastors, counselors, friends, no one. And only Jesus can instantly remove all the parts of sin, of condemnation and guilt and shame. And the greatest miracle of all times was not when we went to the moon. The greatest miracle is when one person opens their heart to Jesus. One person. They come as they are. We come in our sin. Jesus doesn't say, get out and try to get better and come back and I'll feel better about you. He says, just as you are, you come. And sometimes we can't even understand everything, but we know God is real because Jesus came. And when we open our hearts and we just say, Jesus, would you forgive me? His grace is so amazing that a miracle happens in us. And he not only forgives our sin, but he makes us righteous. And it's the same righteousness that Christ has. We're made righteous. We have a position of walking. We are holy in God. And I'm going to ask in just a second for those that are here, just you say, hey, listen, I just, I need that prayer. God can change your life tonight if you just take a move towards him. He's ready. He's already done it. He's forgiven us through the cross. Maybe you're here, you were a person who knew God, but somehow you just got in the wrong path. It's not too late to come back. So if you're here tonight and you say, pray for me, I want to be forgiven, throw a hand, throw up. Throw up a hand. <laughs> Throw up your left hand. <laughs> Throw up your hand wherever you are. Say, I need to be forgiven. Come on, put it up. Put up your hand. Yes, yes, yes. Put it up, put it up. Put it up. All the way back there. We're going to ask if you raise your hand, come down here. Who else? Who else needs to come? Come to Jesus right now. Walk down the aisle. We'll have a short prayer with you. Anybody else? Well, there's always one. I talked about one tonight, so one has come. We're going to ask our friend to uh, pray this prayer. And many of you are watching online. Uh, pray the prayer right where you are. 
doesn't matter where you are. You may be not in the best place, but Jesus can meet you in a bar, in a club. He can meet you on the beach. He can meet a drug dealer dealing. He'll meet you where you are. Because remember, Christ comes after us. So we're going to say this prayer. You say this for those that are watching. And maybe you didn't raise your hand. That's okay. You pray this prayer. You just say this prayer in a minute. And say it out loud. I always I like to let the enemy know where we stand. And he is a loser. So I want us to... Let's, uh, let's say this. Jesus, I put my faith in you that you took my sin on the cross. I confess and believe that God raised Jesus from the dead and he is alive. I turn from my sin. I repent of my sin and I abandon my life to follow Jesus. Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin and give me your grace the gift of righteousness and eternal life. You prayed that prayer, you're in the family of God. Hallelujah. Well, uh, I'd like you all to be in prayer uh, for uh, this weekend with Paul Chase. And I'm just, I'm dreaming of 500 guests every week where everybody brings one person and they get saved. So we're gonna have a great service. I think they're registering for God Encounters out in the lobby. But I hope you'll get a latte on your way out. And if you have children, don't forget them. <laughs> God bless you, good night. Hug someone, thanks for coming.